listening to the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast <laughs> with your hosts, Sir Colin Campbell and Gary A. McGowan. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your host, Sir Colin Campbell, here with Gary A. McGowan, and you're tuned into the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast. We're on site right now at the Real Estate Growth Summit, and we have a special guest sitting in the hot seat today. Not only is uh, he's an investor, but a fellow uh, podcaster, and we like to, you know, recognize our colleagues in in the in the business and in the industry. Uh, it's none other than Han- Andrew Hines uh, with the Andrew Hines uh, Real Estate Podcast. So, Andrew, before we really get get into you and why you're qualified to be sitting in the in the hot seat today, just give us a quick bit about who you are and just so that our listeners can can know a little bit more about you. Okay. Uh, do you want the, like the 30 second? Uh... We'll give you 60. <laughs> 60 <laughs> seconds. Okay. So I, uh, I got, um, I went to business school, uh, you know, the short story, business school, graduated 2008, taught at Western for a couple of years uh, in London, Ontario, uh, really fell in love with the student rental market down there. Uh, teaching wasn't going to be a long term for me. And uh, so I, I, I knew real estate was, was in my, uh, my passions, didn't know how to follow it. Uh, so I found, uh, uh, you know, a mentor of mine, Carmen Campanero, ended up working for her for many years under her as a mortgage agent and um, I was investing and building my portfolio at the same time got into some attempts at development Um, you know I I got into some single-family homes and then I started getting into buying student rentals um, and renovating them and making them into their highest and best use and uh, while I was doing that fell into contracting because I was pretty good at managing trades and and getting things done I've, I've built townhouses and this and that and yeah I know that's a lot guys so no, <laughs> we'll that's, focus in on, on uh, whatever parts make the most sense. Too. No, that's all right. Yeah. It's funny because um, yeah. I think you're second teacher that we've had on the show who's left the teaching industry uh, and came into investing. Uh, Quentin being the, I think Quentin was the first, right? Yeah, and I know Quentin. He's a good guy and he's got a great story as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, do, how does a teacher go from, man, from teaching to managing big projects and, and building townhomes and stuff? Well, my, my goal was never to be a teacher. So, so at Western, um, it was the Ivy Business School. And when you, when you graduate, so I was 21 years old and I was actually teaching people. I had a 42-year-old lady in my class. I was teaching at 21 years old and, and uh, I was teaching business case studies. So it was all about you know, how to run a business, business situations, um, operations, marketing, all that stuff. So it was all business applicable. I was a very entrepreneurial spirit right from the kid. You know, Being a kid, my mom was an entrepreneur and I wanted to do that. I just didn't know how, and to me, going and teaching in that role, talking about business, I like to talk, uh, so I started a podcast. So <laughs> it was it was a good way to you know have discussions with people and, and engage them on business concepts. And I I felt like I was a bit of a hypocrite though because I was talking about it and I'd never done it, and oh. I really just wanted to get out and, and become my own entrepreneur and become an investor and and go from there. So wait a second, by starting a podcast with real estate, uh, a real estate investment podcast that was what pushed you into 
investing? No, the podcast came much later. Oh, so okay. uh, to the chronology is I started investing in 2011 and I started doing the student rental uh, sort of burr, if you will. Uh, if you guys are, are familiar with that terminology, yeah. um, I, I'm sure your guests are. And I would go in and I would renovate a property and I would make it into something that students would be proud to show their friends. And yeah. so I focus on the high-end market, want to charge the absolute most rent that anyone's going to be willing to pay in that market for Western because I understand that there's a lot of kids there that, that want a nice product. So that was something I was doing and I wasn't sharing my journey at all. I wasn't building my network. And uh, so I started the podcast in 2019 mm -hmm. out of really a, just a feeling that I, I wanted to build a, a community and, and, a and, and a network and a tribe and, and, and all that just, just so that I could not be in it alone anymore. And, and I feel like I've done a huge, uh, a huge job with that, uh, not to pat myself on the back, but just the community that I've been able to um, help put together uh, has been really fantastic and is, is definitely helping me feel empowered to take this to the next step. That's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So, so along that journey, we all get taught lessons. Oh, I've been taught many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we, we, we will often have the phrase like the, the lessons that we learn during that journey, you can't learn in school or you can't learn by a book. So talk to us about some of those lessons that you've kind of had the opportunity, yeah. the privilege to, to take on. The privilege. Yeah. You know, you know, I consider my mistakes tuition, Yeah. Uh, tuition in the, the investing game. And I made the first probably brutal mistake I made was, uh, was investing in Youngstown, Ohio in 2012. And, uh, I borrowed some money on a line of credit, bought a couple of properties for like, you know, 12, 15,000. Yeah. yeah. I and, remember then, those. and I renovated them and I was in for like, I don't know, I think on the one it was, by the time it was the dust that settled on the one, it was like 40 grand in, and, um, and it got destroyed. I, I was at a complete loss on that one actually. Um, so, so I learned that, you know, you can't just trust people by default. Yeah. You, you know, when somebody says, yeah, like we got somebody in to renovate or we got a tenant, like my, my property manager took my rental income, took the money I gave him to to renovate and he lived off of it and yeah. he let my place get destroyed and I was six we must hours have had away. the same property manager <laughs> yeah I that too, although he was not in in yeah. Ohio but yeah. yeah yeah similarly it's the same story in a lot of different places so you know what that actually made me into a fantastic contractor again not trying to pat myself on the back but fantastic compared to what I would have been yeah uh, because I I never trust as a default and I know that might sound bad but when you start a new relationship I always take the very careful path like somebody wants a deposit, I'm like, no, sorry, I can't do that. And here's why, but here's what we could do. And, right. and we work out milestones. I'm a very reasonable guy. I work with all my trades and I treat them like gold. Uh, but I, you know, I have a very strict procedure that I follow so that I never expose myself uh, to undue risk. And mm. I would never, you know, when I, when I talk about this to anyone else and somebody's like, yeah, my, my contractor wants a deposit. I'm like, never pay a deposit. Now I, I say that, you know, tongue in cheek because yeah. like uh, somebody who's established who I know, like beyond a shadow of a doubt I can trust, like a guy that's been working for me for four years. Yeah. That guy I might give a small deposit to, but even them, I tell them the same thing. You know what? Very minimal. And it needs to make sense. It right. needs to make sense. Right. So some of the projects, talk to us a little bit about managing a project like the size of, you know, what, what you've been doing, building townhomes or big additions and so forth. Like you just can't 
you, you, you have to plan your way through it. Yeah. So talk to us about that. Well, uh, you know, I, I started with just watching other people doing it. I'm like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Uh, I've, I've usually had that attitude with things. If, if somebody else can do it, I just got to get close enough, <laughs> copy everything they do, and then I'll, I'll have it. Uh, and that's the model I've used to grow in uh, in my business. And uh, so, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd find out who's, who's their designer. I'd ask around. Um, so I'd start with the designer. Designer helped me. The first designer that ever helped me, like, he literally looked at me and talked to me as if I was about to lose every dollar I had and go bankrupt. Like, he's like, be careful. He's like, Andrew, I want to stress this. You need to hire a general contractor. I'm like, sorry, it's not in the numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I watched that, that, you know, Warren Buffett's quote, you know, put all your eggs in one basket, watch it very closely. I certainly right. did. And I didn't, you know, that, that was my first success. I had a property. I wanted to keep it, but you know, at that time I couldn't qualify for the mortgage to keep it. So I sold my first one in 2015 and uh, eventually got to a point where I could keep them. And, and, uh, you know, I it allowed me to build my portfolio by mil managing them. But yeah, getting to your question, like, what's it like to manage that? Um, I, it's not that bad if you can learn to trust people. And I know I said, I don't, I don't trust as a default, but if you can find ones that you do, like I have a guy that's on site for me in Sarnia right now, and there's like a foot and a half of snow and he's sending me pictures reporting back how nothing's happening today. Uh, I'm building 15 townhouses out that way and nothing's happening right now. And I got the report, but I don't need to be there in person. And right. I started being in person a lot and then moved myself out by creating systems and by by having trust with people. So okay. like you, you, you just mentioned, um, here you have a site and it's not, you know, not just your regular, you know, flip. You're building 15 townhouses mm -hmm. uh, in a community there. Um, when you're choosing the right people to be a part of your team, whether it's the contractors, uh, designer, what is it you're looking for? Well, I'm looking, I'm not looking for the lowest bidder, I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, in fact, I, I would strongly encourage almost anyone to throw away that quote um, because those are the people that are going to make your life a living hell. And I've been through that and I see that in some of the clients that I work with is that they want everything from the cheapest person. I'm like, you don't understand how much that costs you Yeah. because now I have to pay the other guy to fix it. Yeah. You know, now we got to bring that other guy in to clean it all up. Um, so you want the person that understands like you're new, right? If you're new or, you know, wherever you're at, or if you've been in investor a long time, but you haven't done renovations. You want that person that understands there's growth here to be had. And there's, there's a valid reason for them to treat you well, mm -hmm. because it's not just now it's the next property, the next property. Um, so right now, if I were to start again right now, I'd be going to the meetups. I'd be finding the guy that four other guys in the room just did a deal with and, and had a good, good thing to say. And that'd be the person I would trust. I, to this date, I've never hired a general contractor, but I I would because hey I can't be everywhere at once I'd like to be able to trust one I just never have up to this point but now I, I feel you know in the last year with this podcast and, and the community that I've, I've met I actually do feel like I have people I would trust with that okay so you, you mentioned a few things there that um, I want to kind of wrap up with is you got your podcast. You're going to communities like this at the Real Estate Growth Summits, uh, different meetups that we were kind of talking uh, before we jumped on camera here. How important is that to you that you're out networking? Like, what does that do for you? That's the number one, man. That's why I'm here right now. I mean, the the sit and learn thing. Like, I've learned a lot of stuff. I've been in this industry a long time. I'm not saying I can't learn new things. Of course I can, but I want to meet guys like you. I wanna I want to come here and I want to put faces to names. I want people to know me. I want to know them. And and you you never know when you might 
might be able to call that person and put a deal together, right? Absolutely. You know, all of a sudden, you, you know, Dylan Suter is somebody I met through a mutual acquaintance. He put this event on. He sponsored my podcast, uh, and that's why I'm here. But I'm really am glad because there's so many people who I've shook hands with uh, yesterday and today that I'm I'm really happy to have had the opportunity to do so. Awesome, awesome. So what's next for Andrew Hines? Well, I'm going to crush through these 15 townhouses over the next, uh, say, 11 months, hopefully be in and out of there. And, um, you know, I'm looking at, uh, at doing several um, wholesale and flip deals in the, uh, the greater Hamilton area over the course of the next, uh, the next 12 months. So uh, I've realized that buying the on-market deals, um, you know, kind of puts me in a position where I can't pull all my money back out. And I'm, I'm uh, big on the burst strategy. So I want to be able to get something where I can renovate it, hire a general contractor, and still pull all my money back out and keep going. Going, right if you want to grow you got to find a way to recycle that money and yeah. that's uh, that's where I'm at awesome, awesome. well said man well yeah. said that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right so wrapping up if you want to grow recycle that money I love that quote that's a great quote to, to leave off with so signing off for Andrew Hines and Sir Colin Campbell this is the not so black and white real estate podcast bye for now thanks guys We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to click the subscribe button so new episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. Please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and a review on your podcast player of choice. Now go make it an amazing day for somebody.